In my very first episode, I talked about how it took me so long to get started on a podcast because I didn't know where to start and I was getting in my own way. Well, I don't want y'all to end up like me and wait two plus years to get started on your dreams. So do yourself a favor and download the Anchor app. It is free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right there on your phone. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So they literally do all the hard work for you. But the best part is that you can get paid with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hello, my babies. It is Majine, aka Mama Maj, and you're tuned in to Mama Majism. Now, at this point, y'all know the drill. Before we get into the real, we're going to get our minds right with some guided meditation. This is going to be a quick little two-minute meditation that will just get you in a calm place, in a calm state of mind. So, I'm going to invite you to take a deep breath once you found your comfortable position to be in, whether it's sitting down, laying down, whatever it is. So go ahead and take a deep breath in. Hold and release. One more time, deep breath in. And release. And as you allow your unconscious mind to naturally conjure an image of what that would feel like, consider what you might be seeing. Hearing, and what you might be feeling. That shows you are more calm, peaceful, and focused. And maybe you're already feeling more calm, peaceful, and focused. If not, notice that your unconscious mind can reveal how you might do this.
Now, maybe you can think of a simple way to incorporate this feeling of calm and peacefulness into your life in the days and weeks ahead. And after you've done that, know that it really can be this easy to create a little more peace and calm in your life. Now I want you to take a breath for a moment and begin to move your attention back to the room. listening to the sounds around you and begin to open your eyes. I'll give you a couple more moments to collect yourself. I don't know about y'all, but I feel pretty calm and tranquil right now. My body feels very relaxed. And that's something that I really love about meditation is that it's not just a mental thing. Like you feel it all over your body when you do it right and you actually take the time to let go of your mind and just concentrate and focus on the breathing. Speaking of the breathing, you can, when you're listening to the guided meditation part of this podcast, breathe at your own pace. I do my breathing a little extra on here just so that you can hear me breathe and to kind of remind you that while I'm talking you should still be you know deep breathing listening to what I'm saying and letting allowing yourself to get to that place of tranquility um I just don't know if I made that clear before so I wanted to make sure I say that now but now that we've all collected ourselves we're feeling you know de-stressed a bit more calm and peaceful let's get into mama washism All right, now, today's topic of conversation is something that's going to kind of make you look in the mirror like, hmm, am I one of these people? I'm sure you are, because we are all human and you're not special. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Not, but we are all human and, you know, sometimes we become the people that we don't like. And by that, I mean, sometimes... We can be that problematic and or toxic friend. That's it, straight up. Like, there are two instances for myself that I can share with y'all to where I've realized that I had moments where I was being the toxic friend and didn't even realize it until years later or until someone pointed it out to me. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. All this time I'm running around feeling like the victim when I have been the perp as well. This things come full circle, I guess. So uh, let's get into that. Well, my first uh, little little wake up call that made me realize, you know, Marjane, I think you might 
you might have a problem. <laughs> Not even a problem, but you know, you you might you might be a little a little problematic. You might want to get that checked. Um, I had a friend I known for the longest. We're still friends, <laughs> um, but you know, we practically grew up together. Um, sometimes she would come down here um, with her other friends, and. I realized that I would see it on Instagram and Snapchat. And I'm like, damn, why am I not getting notified when you in my city? Like, what's up? Why am I not getting a text? Why are you not sliding in the DMs letting me know? Like, what's up? Uh, and I started to really harbor and internalize that. Like, damn, I thought we was cool. We used to be super, super, super close. Like, talking on the phone every day close. Like, I mean, that doesn't seem like much. But to me, it was the world. Okay? No. But you know, we was like family (laughs) and you know, it just started to hurt my feelings after a while when I would just like happen to be on Snapchat or Instagram and see that like the location tag was San Diego. And I'm like, literally the only person you know here and you didn't even let me know you here. Like that's crazy to me. Right. So I'm over here feeling the type of way, feeling victimized as fuck. Like, wow, it's really like that in these streets. Your friends really not your friends. So (laughs) I'm talking with a mutual friend of ours and, you know, she reveals to me that the reason why this person doesn't let me know when she's in the city is because um, the first time she came to visit, I guess we had made plans. Um, I, I don't know. I guess we made plans and I ended up failing on her to uh do something else or because I had other plans or something um and so you know she was like all right well noted (laughs) don't need to let you know when I'm in the city anymore because you clearly got your shit figured out so yeah well I'll see you when I see you and like when I was told that I was like damn this whole time I don't the and the fact that I don't even remember myself doing that or like I don't even remember that instance and like what event it was I went to instead or what I was doing um that was so important that made me fluke on her pisses me off even more because I'm like damn sometimes like you really don't even realize that you are the freaking problem so I was just like uh Majine come on now you're better than this you don't even like when people be fluking and and doing that to you so why would you do that to somebody else and so I was like, damn, she don't even know that I know the reason because she didn't tell me. A mutual friend of ours did. Well, she knows now. She's listening. <laughs> hey, what's up, girl? I'm so sorry. And, you know, and that was another thing I was battling, too. Like, I, I, I realized it and I was like, damn. And I wanted to reach out and, like, kind of talk about it. But um, it's hard because, well, for one, the person who told me was like, you know, hey, I don't want her to know that you know I don't want you to tell her that you I told you you know because I guess maybe she told her confidence or whatever I don't know but um I guess maybe she didn't want to make it seem like she's talking shit or anything she was just trying to you know keep me in the know and let me know what was up I was like oh okay um so it was just one of those things that I kind of like took and just held really close to my to my heart like I don't want to make people feel like that I don't want to make people feel like I have better things to do and I'm gonna fluke on you when you come visit in my city and don't say what's up you know that it was very unfortunate and it made me realize like Majna you you can also be just as problematic as everyone else you want to call out all the time and I could I could stand on my own shit y'all like 
I promise you, I'd much rather know like what I'm doing wrong so that I can correct it, I can fix it. And I do kind of wish that she had to call me out, like how I'm quick to call people out. Sometimes people don't call me out on my shit and I get mad because I'm like, ah, let me know. But you know, not everyone is the call you out type of person and that's okay. Um, I'm just happy that I know now. Um, then at any rate, in, the, in another situation, I realized I was being problematic. Actually, a similar setup. So, like, clearly I have a pattern. Um, you know, two of my really, 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 really good friends at one point, we would hang out as often as possible. They went to schools outside of San Diego. So when they would come back home, you know, we would hang out and it would just, it would just be honey. Like, it would just be great. It would be amazing. Like, those are my babies. And I think one particular time that they came down to visit, I think I was quote unquote like too busy or I was just running around so much that I didn't even like try and find time for them or like prioritize my time properly. At least this is how I see it. I, I don't know from their perspectives what it looked like, but um, in my head, not seeing myself as the problem, like, okay, well, I got so much going on. Like we, we gonna try and make it work, but if not, you know, okay, well maybe next time. Um, and you know, so I, I didn't push the issue like I should have to try and, you know, hang out with them. And, um, you know, I, I like to send out random, like, I love you, I'm thinking about you, I care about you text messages to my friends because I do like to uh, water the flowers while they're still alive or whatever that phrase is. <laughs> so uh, in one particular instance, I had reached out to one of the uh, people I'm talking about and I had, you know, was just like, hey, I love you, I appreciate you, I respect you, and you know, I'm thankful for this friendship. And I didn't get a text back, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> maybe maybe they sleep, I don't know. Um, but yeah, and they, they never reached out. Like, it, it had been days to weeks to months. I'm like, oh, okay. So either I got blocked, or the message didn't go through, or we just, you know, we just not gonna respond. Okay, we, we just not gonna respond. Okay, cool, 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 cool. We on the same page, we not responding. All right cool so um and for the longest I was just sitting here like what the fuck like what did I do to you like I'm reaching out you know I'm I'm letting you know I love you and I care about you what more do you want like why are you not being receptive to this why are you not being receptive to all this loving mama ma is giving you right now um so of course I was I was victimizing myself like a mofo and it really took a year later for me to realize that I fucked up and I fucked up by not being there for them. Um, and I was being problematic and didn't see it. You know, I was seeing, I was being looked, I was looking at myself as the victim. And so of course there was no room for growth or no room for me to apologize right then and there while, you know, while the concrete was still setting, like shit could have been moved. Things could have been fixed and handled, but because it took me a year to figure it out, you know, that concrete hardened shit sidewalk now like <laughs> there is no going back so um you know it was unfortunate and when I did realize it I reached out and you know I said my apologies and owned owned my my shit um and I mean that was the end of it still hadn't heard from this person but you know I know at the end of the day it's all love uh and I I never want to come from a place of like you owe me something or you I feel like I've given you years of friendship and because now that I'm apologizing to you a year after doing what I did, 
I expect this friendship back. Like, no, I get it because I was that toxic person that you had to separate yourself from. And I condone that a thousand percent. Okay. If anybody is ever in your life that, you know, they're not adding value to you or you feel like they're taking away something from you, take that step back as needed and handle business because, you know, especially if they can't see that they're being problematic, who says you got to be the one to show them? I mean, yeah, you can, you can point it out if you want to, but that's not your responsibility. Um, I, I, I wholeheartedly believe in, you know, doing whatever you need to do for yourself. So I think that was what they needed to do. And so unfortunately, you know, we're still not where I would personally like to be. And I think about it randomly, like, damn, I really missed out. Um, but also because of this, I also want to stress the importance of not beating yourself up over a situation that happened, especially if you did all you can do. You know, I took accountability. I apologize. I reached out. That's all I can do. You know, I'm not about to keep harassing you (laughs) for your friendship. Uh, I don't think any friendship should start with that basis at all. So it's definitely, it was a lot of learning experience a lot of different learning experiences for myself Um, and I'm thankful for them because now because of these two separate experiences that I I had I now see okay Majda you got to make sure that you hold yourself accountable and you watch for your own actions and make sure that you are not being that problematic friend or that toxic person in someone else's life because you're not you're not an angel you know you're not always perfect you're not always doing what needs to be done or like giving people advice or opinions or whatever the case may be like you got your own problems too and I mean really that's just what I want to leave y'all with just this idea of knowing the importance of being able to check yourself I love that I'm able to look in the mirror and be like yo what you just said on the phone right now, trash. Go call him back right now and apologize because that was not cool. We're not about to let that fly. Like things like that. Like you got to be able to hold yourself accountable because you can't always expect other people to do that for you. And they shouldn't have to, you know, like they got their own lives and they own self to hold accountable for. So why should you expect them to do the same for you? And then also the importance of just Knowing that you've done your best, not beating yourself up over the um, final outcome because just because you apologize doesn't mean doesn't make everything sweet, you know, doesn't mean that, okay, now, now I'm going to forget everything that happened and move forward. Like, no, I'm sure we've all had instances where people have apologized to us that did some, some pretty whack stuff and we just found it in our own best interest to kind of part ways and just be done with it. You know, there's no bad blood. But it's like, hey, I'm going to do what I need to do for me. And I respect that. I respect it. But it's just one of one of the lessons that I learned that I realized, like, okay, I'm following now. I got it. But, I mean, there you have it. That was the topic <laughs> for today. It's a little weird because um, both of those instances I haven't really talked about out loud. It's just kind of one of those things that, like, I internalized and kept in my head and was like, yeah these are some moments where I kind of fucked up um but I think it is important storytelling is a very important part of like the learning experience um and kind of just to add credibility to the fact that like 
I kind of know what I'm talking about because I lived through these things and I realized like it's okay to admit when I'm at fault you know it's the human in me and I think as long as I'm always trying to better myself and kind of take those next steps I mean I I can be proud of that Um, but yeah if, if, if there is a challenge out there, I guess my only challenge would be to, um, you know, maybe after this podcast, take a moment and think about, think, think about your actions and Hey, is there a time that I've been problematic? Hey, am I maybe a toxic person? Are there people who used to be in my life that aren't anymore? Um, were those reasons like, was it an amicable split? Like, did we just kind of like naturally drift apart from each other or was it something abrupt and kind of sudden and it's like, whoa, where did this come from? Maybe, maybe you need to kind of question where, where, what your actions were in that time frame, and like, if you need to do some soul searching on your end and maybe reach out and have a conversation with them, maybe opening dialogue will be able to, you know, lay to rest whatever unresolved issues you may or may not have with somebody. I don't know, just a food for thought, but you know, thank you for allowing me to be (laughs) semi-vulnerable. And I mean, yeah, this is Mama Maj. You're listening to Mama Majism and deeply from the bottom of my heart. I love you.